can be only one podcast and maybe the prince of the universe. Hi, folks. I'm Matt, and no one else is with me today. Um, Bruce couldn't do this, and Wes could. It's just that I couldn't because my laptop screen broke. And it took him a week to fix it, and I, I knew Wes couldn't do anything last minute of the weekend. Plus, I was super busy this weekend. So I'm going to have to record this one. And it's a good thing, too, because I had a conundrum <clears throat> going on on Saturday morning Samoflange uh, because we were supposed to do our top five things we were thankful for last weekend, and I miscounted the days. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. It snuck up on me. And I didn't even realize it. Then I told the guys, well, maybe we'll just do one, you know, after Thanksgiving. But then I thought, no, because then it, it, it is the beginning of Christmas season for me after that. And even though I'd like to say what I'm thankful for, um, I just didn't feel, I feel we missed the boat on that. And so I just told them, I said, guys, we'll just do something else. Because I have a lot of other ideas um, for the rest of the year. So Saturday morning, Sam and topics are kind of booked. So to squeeze in the thankful one would have to bump. <clears throat> one of the other topics. And I didn't want to do that. So instead, I thought, well, you know what? I got to do something for uh, Prince of the Universe. So why not do the top five things I'm thankful for here? Now, the thing was, for Saturday Morning Sam Flange, we weren't going to number them. We were just going to say five things we were thankful for. <coughs> and I think I'll just do it now um, on this podcast because it is the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, this is going to be Thursday. I hope you're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. For anyone listening overseas who doesn't know what Thanksgiving is, it's American holiday where we just recount what we're thankful for. We have nice turkey or ham dinner and have a good time with all of our families. Uh, it is my favorite holiday. The uh, reason why is because I think it's the perfect holiday. A, you don't have to you know, buy, worry about buying presents and stuff like that. You sit down, you have a wonderful day. For me, it's a wonderful day with my family. We're playing board games, we're talking, we're laughing, you know, just having a good time, eating great food. We we eat a big waffle breakfast, uh, Belgian waffle breakfast at 10, and then we kick around, hang out, have all the goodie snacks. I mean, all the best snacks in the world, you know, uh, and then we eat like at 6 or 7 o'clock that night, and then call it a night. It's It's wonderful. From sunup to sundown, it is my favorite day. And then, of course, when you go to bed, you can be happy because now starts Christmas, in my opinion. Christmas season starts after Thanksgiving, and so it's like the perfect holiday. You don't feel depressed when it's over. You're like, okay, now what a great day. Now it's time to get ready for Christmas. In fact, you know, the day after Christmas, <coughs> Black Friday is usually when um, my wife and I start dealing out all of the uh, Christmas decorations. So, in fact, I'll probably be bringing the boxes down that evening on Thanksgiving night. But uh, I did want to talk about some of the things I was thankful for this year because I have a lot to be thankful for. And you know what? This is a good enough podcast to do it as any. So here we go. Uh, first off, we're going to go with the obvious one: my family, of course. Thankful for them. I got three little goofball girls and one little goofball boy. Um, love them all in their own special way. And really thankful for them all, except in the middle of the night when I'm having to feed them and they're waking up screaming and I really want to go to bed. Probably the only time I'm not thankful for them. So there's that one. Uh, secondly, I would go ahead and say mom and dad. Mom and dad are getting above the age where, um, and, and people may be in my situation too, if you have your mom and dad still. I mean, I lost my grandmother this year, so I am no one living can call me their grandson. I am no one's grandson in the living world anymore. And that was a big adjustment for me 
because it, it it's it's weird. It's weird. But you still, as long as my grandmother was around, I was still someone's grandson, you know, and it was still a feeling of the way things used to be. Now, my grandmother was like 94, you know, <clears throat> I mean, she wasn't, <clears throat> we weren't seeing her all the time. I talked to her maybe once or twice a year and I'd see her every year when we go down to the beach, we'd go back up and see her. Um, I was going to surprise her for her birthday this year, but she died two days before um, her birthday. Uh, I was going to go down there, move out some stuff, but go by the old folks home and say hello to, kind of surprise her on her birthday. Um, but, uh, ended up her birthday was actually her funeral day and, uh, was off for her funeral. Now, you know, that was fine. She died peacefully in her sleep and that was great. But, um, we didn't really see her much. We didn't see her on the holidays. The holidays is usually when I called her around Christmas was when I called her for sure. And, <clears throat> sometimes, I wouldn't call around Thanksgiving, but i call around Christmas, and usually sometime in the first of the year, like April or May, kind of, you know, right, 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 probably right before the summer, I'd call and say hello, because um, I felt like those were the balanced times, because I was going to see her uh, uh, in August. So just that way, I was always in contact three times a month, I mean three times a year. And when she passed away, I was like, oh, wow, no more Christmas, no more Thanksgiving. We used to spend every other Christmas or Thanksgiving at our grandparents. Uh, you know, one year we'd be, you know, one of my mom's parents for Christmas and my dad's parents for Thanksgiving. Then we'd switch up the next year. That's what we did for years. We did that. In fact, I want to, I need to ask my dad when we stopped doing that. And I wonder when it was. I guess it was when my brothers went to college, like when we were all in college or anything. That may have been when we stop doing our annual trips, but we would still, <coughs> excuse me, my, my wife and I would still go down and visit. My, my other grandmother had passed away a few years ago. She was almost 96, so like a month away from being 96, and uh, but she, she lived here, so we never went to see her house. Well, we did once, like when she'd already moved out, and um, but uh, I think I was the last people to spend the night there, too. Because um, there was no furniture in there. It's completely devoid of furniture. But for my grandmother, uh, she was still living in her house. She was a little bit younger than the other grandmother I had. So we would go see her around Christmas every year. Um, usually at the 1st of December or somewhere around there. And we'd go see her for 4th of July. We always went 4th of July to see her. And then we'd go Christmas. Those were our, our 1st of December. And we would set up her Christmas tree and basically spend the weekend or some extra days, you know, maybe a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday leave. <clears throat> and that's what we would do uh, for the next couple of years when she was still living at her house, you know. And it was so funny. It was kind of, I remember the one year that we put the uh, tree together, she was just so worried because we had to do it just right. She wanted it just right each time. So... There was a few Christmases uh, spent there at the end. But anyway, what, what I'm getting at is, you know, that was her last, her last Christmas was last year, and all I did was call her. And not even on Christmas, just a few weeks before. And, you know, it's like, man, you didn't know that was going to be their last Thanksgiving or Christmas. Well, my parents are getting old, too. I mean, and, and the thing is, since my grandmother lived so long, 94 was great. You know, dad's 72. Usually... That's the age that people start passing away. Or in the next t 10 years or so, they may not be here. So this year, starting this year and every year thereafter, <coughs> I'm treating every Thanksgiving and Christmas like it may be their last. Not, that's not morbid. I just want to make sure that I really get a good you know, time with them, that I spend way more time with them. 
Um, I was going to talk to this about Benjamin from Saturday Morning Sam Flynn. She goes, off the mic. We have talked about this uh, quite some time. Benjamin moved here. One of the reasons he moved here, or he moved back here, I should say, is because his parents were getting older and he wanted to spend more time with them. You know, because he understands that one day in the near future, they may they won't be here. And he, if he always moved, if he lived away for like 10, 15 years before he moved back. And he felt like, mm, you know what? I'm going to regret that if I don't, if I'm not live here and at least spend some time with them. And he spends every Sunday with them. Every Sunday, uh, Benjamin's at the house with his mom and dad, which is great. I think it's great. Spends a lot of good time. He spends more than Sundays with them too, but he really appreciates that time. And I see what he means, but at the same time, it's almost like now I'm in the, uh, this could be the last one. And I'm not like in tearful panic over it. I'm just saying that I'm going to make sure that I make each holiday count. I don't take it for granted. I don't be like, see you next year, nothing like that. It's going to be like, hey, let's make each one memorable in its own way so I can at least have those good memories. But I am thankful for mom and dad. Uh, dad uh, uh, <clears throat> raised me better than uh, a, a lot of parents. I, well, I, I can't say that, but <clears throat> my, my dad did a great job uh, raising us into what, what was right and wrong. And I you know, can't thank him enough. I remember thanking him a long time ago. Uh, back when I was in college going, man, I'm so glad I'm not like a bunch of the, I, I, I knew a lot of people in college were idiots and they weren't cool at all. You know, you think you're cool when you hit college, but you're not, you're kind of idiotic. And I was like, man, thanks to dad. I'm not, I'm not making dumb decisions. <coughs> and the same thing with mom too. Mom was always happy to let anyone could walk through the doors. We could bring anyone home. It's kind of like, and I hate to say this, but it's kind of like the Waltons. Um, I'm watching the Waltons right now. Waltons were, they allowed anyone at their table at any time. If their children brought someone over, they were more than welcome to sit at the table and eat. And that was exactly my mom, my family, the same way too. If we brought someone home, mom would just set us an extra plate. They were always welcome. Uh, it was an open door policy, basically for anyone to come in, in and out, in and out. I don't know how mom did it, but she was more than happy to pay the, play the gracious host more than once. So, and that's, that's where I get my openness from, I believe. And, and, and dad, too. Dad could always talk to everyone, too. But uh, mom and her hospitality, that's, that's definitely where I get that. So both of them are wonderful, you know, and, and the reality is they may not be around the next 10 years or so, so or less than that. So uh, I definitely want to make sure I enjoy <coughs> each holiday as it comes around. Uh the other ones I want to say, I mean, these are just, just these are so generic, you know. I, I'm, now that I'm looking at all these, these are so generic. My health, of course. I'm very happy. Uh, Wes and I have talked about this off camera too before. Um, anyone who doesn't know, Wes is in pretty good shape. He works out, you know. He's still got it. I mean, he's he is getting old. Um, I make fun of him because he has to take the uh, my little comfy chair that's mine, but I don't care. That's fine. Anything to make him more comfortable, old man. But he still keeps in good shape. Now, I have kept in decent shape myself. We've had some friends and love them all, but they've been out of shape. They look a lot older. You know, Wes, yeah, we, we, Wes and I both have gray, but, you know, we're in pretty good shape. And that's a choice. It's a choice. You choose to keep yourself in shape or not, but we're both the same way. Like, I do a constant diet. I'll do one again because I, I, I don't hold back over Thanksgiving and Christmas. I always say yes to cake, cookies, ice cream, whatever, because tis the season. But I always put on an extra 10, 20 pounds, you know, anywhere between there. So I shave it off by going on a hardcore diet and making sure I work out hard. 
Um, I am going to try to work out a lot, um, like try to get some more workout time around the holidays because that's the time it's hardest to work out. But I'm going to try to force myself to work out some more and maybe make a few more decisions. I mean, I'm still going to have to go on the hardcore diet regardless but because uh, I'll be like 10 or 15 <laughs> instead of 20 pounds overweight. But I try to keep my weight down, um, try to keep active because I got a lot of young kids and I'm getting old, so I got to keep active. Thankfully, I can. Thankfully, I move around really quick. Of course, you know, if I stay sit, sitting down for too long, I do a crab walk, waking, you know, trying to stand up and take the next few steps. I walk like a crab for a minute, then straighten back out. Um, so definitely age has gotten to me too, but I, I want to keep in good shape as I can for my kids because um, I do want to, I don't want to be decrepit by the time, you know, they hit 10. You know, old dad's going to be definitely pushing close to 60 by then if that's amazing enough. <coughs> I will be in my 60s by the time they graduate high school, which is not happy. You know, I mean, geez, talk about, you know, they're not going to see me, get to know me for that long, <laughs> uh, which is kind of sad. But the thing is, life is what what, what it is. So, but I definitely want to keep in my, my good health so I can keep running around with them for as long as I can. And I think the kids make me younger too. They make me want to work out more or keep in shape more, you know, definitely. <coughs> um, but for the health I have, I am, I am thankful for it because there are a lot of people who don't, uh, you know, kind of let themselves go or just, you know, for one thing or other, they have chronic ailments and whatnot. It happens. It happens to everyone. Um, and thankfully, to my knowledge, I haven't been ailing from anything out of the ordinary, out of someone else. So that's always a good one. Uh, the other one is friends. Uh, super. Well, no, let me let me let me back up. Before I talk, friends is a big. Well, no, I'll go and talk about friends. Or I said it. So friends is is a big topic. I am thankful for them all. Uh, really am because at my age, you don't make new friends. You just don't. <clears throat> and I don't know. There comes a time when you when you stop listening to the radio. You don't listen to new songs anymore unless they're from your favorite bands. You don't listen to it. Uh, there comes a time when you know you just start you start losing out on what's cool, what's hip. You know, you're not into the newest abbreviation or the I can't think of it. I can't think of what the video game or the saying or you know the what's trending now. You kind of lose touch with that. You don't lose touch. You just don't care anymore, and because you got other things going on. And I don't know when that time came for me. Um, probably late twenties, I, I, I'd imagine. I just stopped keeping up with things, and you know, not that I didn't make any new friends. I made tons of new friends, and still make still make friends. But the thing is, though, I'm thankful for the friends I have, <coughs> and the friendships have kept me going. Now, a lot of the people I hang out with are from my church, so obviously I see them all the time. But you think about this: uh, I've been friends Wes and Bruce, two of the co-hosts on the show. Uh, both of them I've known for just about an equal amount of time. I, I probably knew Bruce a year before Wes. <coughs> so we're talking decades, decades. I've known them both. Uh, we both clicked really well. I know Wes and I have talked about this, but the first time I'm, I remember the first time I met Wes, um, I'd gotten the job through a mutual friend of ours named Brandon. And Wes and I just started talking. Wes is a really decent guy. We started talking, and we just started liking. We, we, we had a lot of things in common, but, you know, he cracked me up. I cracked him up, and we hit it off really well, you know, and became fast friends at the, um, at the uh, store. And uh, I, I remember Wes would schedule me and him together at nights a lot of the time. 
and we'd work together at nights because I, I was fine working Fridays and Saturday nights. I didn't care. <coughs> now, that doesn't mean that Wes sacrificed every Friday and Saturday night, but he was there on Saturdays a lot and sometimes on Friday nights. But I, I remember he, he and I closed out a lot, too, and, and another guy who I worked with closed out, too, and we had fun. But uh, Wes and I were just always seemed to click. I know we, I know he always scheduled me. If we had to work two people on during the summers, uh, during Monday Night Raw and uh, Thursday Night Wrestling or whatever, we, we, we'd turn on the TV and watch it together and just talk and have a bunch of fun. I, I mean... I don't even know if Wes would want me to tell half the stories we have about the uh, store there, but he was hilarious and had me laughing the whole time. And I remember he, here's a few for Wes, if he's listening. <coughs> uh, one, he offered, um, what happened? I got my hair cut the same way every time. Back then, this is the late 90s, the, thing, the cool thing, to uh, the cool style was the Julius Caesar cut. And I thought it was garbage, but... Uh, Wes wanted me to get it. I was like, I'm not going to get the Julius Caesar or the Caesar cut. I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. Just a regular haircut. That's all I want. He went, you do a Caesar cut and I'll pay for it. Master Cuts was in the malls right on the corner and I was cheap. I was like, you're going to pay for my haircut <clears throat> if I get a Caesar. He went, yeah. I said, okay, done. And I remember he paid for it for that, that year, I want to say. I want to say more than once he paid for my haircut because he wanted me to have the Caesar cut. And so I went with it because I didn't care. Um, and then another time, uh, Wendy, oh no, Arby's. Arby's was in the mall back then, and Arby's had a five roast beef sandwiches for five ninety five. And I was like, dude, I said, I'm so hungry right now, I could eat five roast beef sandwiches. And Wes was like, no way could you eat five roast beef sandwiches. <clears throat> and I said, oh yeah, I could, I could, I could eat five beef and cheddars. <clears throat> Laid in front of me, I could do it. And he goes, I, I, he said, okay, he used to call me Cuckoo. He went, okay, Cuckoo. If you eat five roast beef and cheddars, I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll refund you your money. I was like, no, you won't. Well, get out of here. I thought that was stupid bad. He was like, no, I'm serious. I was like, all right. Well, there was nothing in, in it for him but to see me, I guess, get sick off beef and cheddar. But anyway, I, I purchased the beef and cheddar, and the first three went down smooth. And munching on the fourth one, I realized, oh, he's right. I can't do this. But because I was so stubborn... And I wanted it paid for. <coughs> I, I forced myself to eat the fourth one and made myself sick on the fifth one. And I honestly, I don't think I could move. I mean, I was I was in some pain. But at least I got it paid for. Um, but he was like, God, dog, be, cuckoo, I can't believe you ate all five and everything. I don't even know if Wes remembers these uh, memories. Um, I'm, saying that, I'm saying the nice ones, Wes. I know there's a lot of ones you don't want me to talk about anymore. But I think they're s super stinking funny. Super singing. I'll tell you one. Um, I don't care. I don't care. Wes can get mad at me later. <coughs> um, he's cringing right now. But no, it's a there. A billion girls would come by the mall. I, I, I'm not even making this up. There'd be girls every night who would walk by, peek in, because they're looking to see if Wes is working, because they want to talk to Wes. But if he wasn't there, they'd turn around, just storm right off. Like, nope. Okay, nothing to see here. But I knew it because every time they do the same thing, they kind of peek in, look around. Nope, he's not here, and then walk away. You know, nope, just the scrawny kid. Just the scrawny kid. That's it. And I'd be like, um, I'd call him up. I said, hey, so uh, <coughs> I said, so-and-so was uh, uh, that girl with the blonde hair, short blonde hair. He went, oh, yeah, Allison. I said, yeah, she came by looking for Oh, okay. 
And that's, and then I'd be like, hey, uh, the other girl, oh, Bridget came by. Yeah, 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 the one with the red frizzy hair. Yeah, she came by. Or whatever, you know. And I'd, I'd tell whichever girl came by that night. It was seriously every night. He, he probably thinks I'm going to make this up. I was, I'm not making it up. It was every night. Um, and we told a lot of our other ones, I remember, uh, on our podcast. Except, um, yeah, I think I told that one. Uh, there was a guy called, his name was like Joseph Stevens or Stephen Joseph. And I was on the phone with Wes talking about what we need to order. And he was yelling at me going, because I couldn't find his comic pull. We pulled comics for him. And it should have been in his box, but I couldn't find his name. And he kept, he was yelling, Stephen Joseph, Stephen Joseph, how hard is that? And I said, Wes, can I call you back? And so I hung up with Wes. I went, <clears throat> I said, excuse me, what did you say? What did you say to me? He went, how hard is it to find my name? I said, oh, Stephen Joseph's your name? He said, yeah. I said, oh, I'm sorry. We eliminated your uh, comic pool, pool, so you're done here. He went, I will take my business elsewhere. I said, please do. And he walked away, and then I turned around and found it. So I called Wes. I said, like, hey, man, I, I'm sorry, but I think we just lost a customer. And I told him what happened, and Wes goes, screw that guy. I didn't like him anyway. Maybe he said something else, too. But um, So Wes is pretty cool and laid back. We had a lot of fun together. <coughs> anyway, Wes isn't the only friend. Um, and Bruce, Bruce, Bruce and I have known each other for years. We've talked about that. Episode zero, we talked about how we met... Uh, I was talking Star Wars in line for some uh, church function, and he turned around and went, "You read Star Wars?" He said, "He said if you're because I told him I, I I was telling my buddy I just got this Kevin J. Anderson trilogy. I'm about to read it." He said, "Hey, you read Star Wars?" I said, "Yeah." He went, uh, "Before you read that, you need to read the Dark Empire comic book because it takes place before that, and it mentions the comic book." And I was like, "What?" There was like some '80s rock ballad playing in the background. I think when I first looked into his eyes after that, because. I mean, we were two peas in a pod after that because he read Expanding Universe and I did too. You know, we both like comic books, movies, Highlander, which is where we got the name of the podcast. And uh, it's been a long and good relationship. I got Yum Num from uh, Bruce <coughs> helping him move. Um, I was throwing things into a storage pile and, and some of the toys fell down. I tried to catch them and a big giant, I thought it was a teddy bear and it was an Ewok. I said, is this an Ewok? He said, yeah, I went, this is the price for me helping you move. He went, sure, you can have it. I don't think Bruce knew it was a, a $600 bear. but uh, And it wasn't 600 bucks at the time, but it is now. And uh, <coughs> so I've had Yonub ever since. But Bruce has been a good friend, even though I've helped him move like 17 times in my life. Um, you know, we always talk. We always will be. I'm very thankful for his long friendship. Um, switching over to Saturday morning salmon flange. Obviously, Benjamin and I have been friends on and off. I'm meaning when he was away for a few years, I didn't really talk to him that much. I talked to him every once in a while. But I was instrumental in getting him to come move back here. He's a good guy. Mikey, I love to death. Mikey, I don't know if Mikey remembers the first time we met. Um, we were in the same apartment complex. I didn't know him. Someone else did, and he was working for Blockbuster. And they said, hey, here's someone you need to meet, Matt. You'd really like this guy. His name's Mikey. I remember I was in the pool, and Mikey was getting back from work. And I was like, oh. And I thought, blockbuster guy. I need a blockbuster hookup. And I went over to his apartment that night with, I don't remember who the um, <clears throat> who the friend we had in common was. But uh, we hit it off, and we've been friends ever since. I really got to know him when I was in theater, too. CJ, too. CJ doesn't come on the podcast anymore. He's very, very busy. He just had another baby. Um, so that makes what three girls for him. So he just he just doesn't have the time. I completely understand that. So, but uh, CJ is always welcome back on the podcast because I, I do miss that dude. Um, there's other people like John Stepp who was a part time host 
on the podcast a long time ago and someone who we always mentioned made fun of in the early days. Uh, I still keep up with Step. He's in Florida now. I'll probably He says he'll come in to see me one day, but <clears throat> I don't know if he will, but I, I love that man. We have so much in common. He's a great guy. But then I was thinking, like, man, there's a lot of new people I've met. I, I did get to meet someone because through my nephews, I've, I've become friends with their friends. They come over for board game night. If it wasn't for them, I would not have a board game group anymore. Uh, my board game group is is getting chopped away slowly, and it's it's hurting my heart. It's hurting my heart here um, because uh, uh, everyone is basically gone. And the last two left of my original of, of of what was left of my board game group, they told me they're moving away after April when they get married, and that's gonna. I didn't know that, so that kind of took me by surprise. And that will signal the end because that is it. I don't have anyone else besides my nephews friends and they only play well now they play two games maybe i can start doing board game nights with them <clears throat> i'm hoping to turn them into my next board game group you know eventually after this uh we're playing through time stories right now <clears throat> so maybe that'll save me some time my girls in about a year or so they'll be ready to play some vintage games and my my nephews they're very busy right now so they don't play games anymore so i'm i'm barely hanging on to a board game group but Thanks to thanks to knowing the friends of my nephews for crying out loud, uh, it keeps on going. And my little brothers and sisters, who I've, I've been friends with for years, and they've helped my board game group. But uh, my board game group is on life support right now, and uh, it's getting me worried. Ever since my buddy Nick left, that's another guy I keep up with. Super thankful for him. I'm in. I'm in. <coughs> excuse me. I've been in two other weddings when I thought I, from my board game group. That I thought I never. There comes a time when you get too old. You're not going to be asked to be in anyone's wedding anymore. I was asked to be in one in 2020 or 2021, I think, and uh, I was asked again to be in one uh, coming up next year. And so proud of that. <coughs> I do think that will be my last one. I just don't see anyone else asking me, and that's fine. But to say it, in, I'm thankful for my board game group. I'm thankful that I still have friends to have a board game group. Because I would die. I have over 300 board games, and you know I don't have a board game group, so I'd really like to have one. So hopefully keeping that around. But I'm, ha I'm thankful for all my longtime friends, any of the newer friends I've made over the years, any of the friends over YouTube I've made. Really enjoyed that as well. And uh, thankful, thankful to still have friends. Thankful to still be meeting people, you know, because that's the whole point. Uh, you know, I love people. There's a lot of people we, keep, we, we don't keep in touch with a lot, and I'm, I'm just as bad as anyone else with that. A lot of people I'd love to talk to, hang out more. I just don't have the time. So, but uh, friends is definitely up there. That'd probably be, you know, if we were ranking these, one of the top ones up there as well. All these are at the top. The last one, kind of cheesy too, but job, my job. I love my job. My job's great. My boss is great. Everyone's super. Um, work has its aggravations, as every job does. <coughs> but overall, I am super thankful for it. My company treats me right. They treat me well. I have I, I really don't I, I could I, I can make complaints of course but nothing big because I love this job if someone were to offer me way more money to work for them I would say no because I'm happy with what I do in fact I this was the first year 2022 now that I think about it, was the first year I did not get a job offer I usually every year get a job offer to work somewhere else <coughs> and I turned down my last job offer in 2021 I remember where it was too um, no, that was in 2020. I don't think I got a job offer for 2021. So it's been two years now, but that's been fine. I'm fine with that. 
because I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy where I'm at, and I'm thankful for that because not many people can say they're super happy and super content with their job and that they wouldn't leave if they were offered more money somewhere else. But I wouldn't. I, I know I wouldn't for a fact. In fact, the last people is a credit union. They wanted me to run their training department. I mean, be the head, be the boss, you know, design everything from the ground up. And I say, guys, and, and they were they were a serious contender saying, look, let's talk. And I said, well, you know, I work for Chase. I'm a senior trainer. I'm really high up there. And they're like, oh, um, well, you know, we'll uh, – we can match the salary, or we can probably beat it. I mean, we can be competitive in salary. And I was like, well, you know what? I called him back and said, it's not about that. It's it's just that I, I'm very happy. So thank you, but I'm very happy. And, you know, that's it. That's that's where I've, uh, I've been here ever since. And I've been with this job longer than any other job. It's been 14 years. <clears throat> and so, you know, and, and before that, the longest I've ever stayed at a job was five years. Not because I, I wanted to quit, but because a lot of the places I used to work at, they're gone. They don't exist. I worked for Direct Digital TV before this. They're gone. Five years, they were gone. Before that, I worked at AmSouth Bank. They're gone. You know, um, everyone is gone. Every place I've worked at, appraisers I've worked for are gone. They're they're dead or retired now. So I mean, it, it's weird, but my you know my, my all the mall all the mall stores I used to work for are gone. You know, there. I mean, I had a temp job in college working at the local courthouse, which is obviously still around, but that was just a college job. That wasn't a full-time uh, job. Every full-time job I've had, it's just they've gone away, gone away. Uh, the, the accountant I used to work for right as I, I went to Chase, he I was still going to try to work with him, but he passed away right as I got my, my first week at Chase. <clears throat> so, I mean, every, every, every place I've worked at is gone. And uh, now it's been great. It's been great. 14 years. 14 years. But anyway, um, super thankful. Let me know in the comments, if you're listening to this on YouTube, what you're thankful for. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll see you next time on Princes of the Universe.